So welcome back again to the second part of Come and See Inspirations. My name is John Keeley. Still joined by Father Frank Dewey here, and it's great to have him back inside the studio here in Ada. Today, Father Frank very kindly has uh, agreed to to give us a reflection today. I'll let you introduce the topic, because I think it's lovely. Father Frank. Yeah, so I well, well, what you you said to me, John, was you know like maybe something about signs of hope. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's the one. And um, I, I can't honestly say that it's something I've taught through deeply, like you know, but but there are some things that it's like it's very easy to look around today and uh, see the dark. If you know what I mean. Very. That's not a, yeah. But um, but I think there are uh, there's plenty rays of light as well, you know, and that's what I'd like to talk. Lovely. about. Lovely. Thank you very much indeed. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so. So why would you like to start? Well, as I said, people are, are very, very conscious of, uh, we'll say, the negative, which is maybe part of our makeup, like, you know, mm-hmm. but and, and especially now church-wise and faith-wise, like, what are the, the signs of hope, like, you know? And I, I believe that there are ways in which society is becoming more Christian. Now, that might sound, they say, what... Why the planet is he living? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. Um, but like, and I think there are a, a certain amount of things there happening that, to me, are very much gospel, uh, mm-hmm. deeply Christian. Maybe not connected with it uh, uh, by a lot of people. And and the, one of the things that I would um, talk about is was that the whole situation of special special needs children and adults or people yes. of special needs, whatever. Whatever, you know. And, um, you know, there's a terrific consciousness today about them. Like, you go, you go into your primary schools, like, and there's a special yeah. needs teachers and there's special needs assistants even to the teachers, special needs teachers and so forth. And, and I mean, you go, but we don't have to, have to go back too far, John, not to find uh, uh, anything like that, you know. And um, they, we, we need to... We need to take account of the fact that this is the gospel. This, yes, this yes. is what Jesus wants. Now, and um, and I think it's maybe some of the, the the powers that be don't maybe see it as very connected with the gospel. Like, but I believe it is. Uh, it's a living out uh, of the gospel and um, uh, a living out uh, uh, of our faith. And um, now there's. In a certain sense, there's nothing new here because it, it, we've had a lot of negative things recently mm-hmm. about uh, orphanages and various things and where things went wrong, you know, mm-hmm. and where mm-hmm. children were abused and so forth. But, like, they, it's not that there was nothing done in the past for people of special needs, but they were, they were put into institutions that was seen as the way to do it at the time. And they, um, and they were largely run by church personnel. Uh, yeah. to a great extent, sisters, brothers, and, and a, a priest, but probably primarily by sisters, you know, who dedicated their lives to looking after people who were hurting in whatever way. Now, we look back now as wiser, and we say, mm-hmm. well, putting them into institutions wasn't the way to do it. But, like, it's easy to be wise when you look back and learn from history. But, like... I, and and that the, the 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 sisters now and the various people are they're not there largely there's mm-hmm. still some um, but but society and the and the government and the taxpayer is now paying mm-hmm. yeah for 
the, the special needs children or adults or whatever whatever age they are. And, and I haven't had any row kicked up by the taxpayer. Now, to me, that is a, is a ray of light, a sign of hope. And I, I attribute that to the fact that, been a, that there is deep within people a Christian consciousness. I was just going to say something like that, or just, just make a comment on that, and that maybe people are doing this, but don't realise that, that this is the gospel of, of Christ. Of that's Jesus. it. But because they don't hear it every day, it doesn't click. Well, yeah, and that's it, and you see, and, that, and there's almost an element in society, and maybe at government level too, where they don't want to be told that they're, what they're doing is the gospel. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and there's a kind, we're at a kind of a, a silly old stage uh, about, you know, yeah. towards the church, like, you know, I think about the church is bashed at the moment, like, but, and people forget, like, you know, that they're, they're throwing out some things that the church promoted, but they're actually throwing out what Christ himself. Say. You know, with the bathwater. That's right. Thing, yeah, you know? I mean, yeah, that's. A, I think it's a very good image for what's uh, happening at at the moment. So, um, the uh, I'd like to see more connection between church and 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 society out there and the state. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, not in the sense in the past. We know what happened in the past. That yes. The church dominated mm. the state, and maybe. Stuck his nose in where yeah, it yeah. wasn't really, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, but like, that's absolute past now. There's no sign of that now. But don't throw out the whole church, like we say, you know. Uh, and, and that's not the right way to do the it. The church uh, has a great deal to offer to the state. And there's an awful lot of common ground between the church and the state, what the state is trying to do at the moment. And, and this is one of the particular areas where that's very evident. There's a huge amount of common ground between the church and the state there. And, and instead of uh, sniping each other and, and the, the state trying to exclude the church, you know, or the church rubbishing the state, which yes, can happen yeah, too, yeah, yeah, yeah. that like they, they're two powerful forces that mm. I'd like to see to come to come together on, on their common ground. And there's an awful lot of, uh, of common ground. And, and the person in the middle is the person who needs whatever the gifts have been given either by the state or the church or mostly the individuals. Right. And uh, in my experience, the same as you, I've met lots of people who might be going to First Mass every Sunday uh, or, 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 or every day, but they're certainly practising Christian values by doing whatever they do for special needs, whether that is by giving up their time, giving up their money, giving up their mm. talents, whatever it might do. And the unfortunate thing is, as you say, that is Christian, but it's, people don't realise it is Christian. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not sure that a lot of the people that are doing very good things are necessarily connecting with the gospel because but they don't hear it. They almost unconsciously throw out the gospel yeah. when when they start to get angry with the church. Don't start to talk to me about that stuff again, now, yeah. you know. Yeah, and they don't yeah. listen to what it is. Yeah, there's so there's, I just see the states and the churches two powerful forces with a huge amount of common ground. And I think that that area that I've mentioned there of the special needs is um, is a very good uh, example of that, you know. And um, the the church, as I said, has been there a long time ago. Okay, mm-hmm. the model that they followed mightn't be the, yeah. seen as the best model mm-hmm. now. We all progress and mm-hmm. learn from experience, having children in institutions. But the church reached out to look after them when the state was doing pretty much nothing. Exactly. And all we're hearing about is the things that look went down. Look at what they're doing. Yeah. 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 yeah, okay. And, but, but so some sort of innovative uh, way of translating that message over to people. Mm. Uh, you know, and that's, that's the hope there. I mean, the hope is there, I assume, 
is that, listen, lads, what you're doing is brilliant. It's great work, etc., etc., etc. But you know something? This is what Jesus Christ is saying, like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, but somehow to say that with every song, but it's a different way of doing that than maybe what we did in the past. Yeah. You see, I, think there, I, I don't think there is much, as far as I can see, that there is much connection between the church and the state at the moment. And yeah. that's a reaction against where there was yeah. Yeah. interference, we'll say, Mm-mm-mm. by the church Mm-mm. in affairs of the state. You know, and it wasn't all bad interference either, but there was, you know, mm-hmm. there was things that wouldn't happen now. But and also, I mean, it goes back to, like, there's lots of people who are going to say, the, the, the attitude these days, I think, is people are saying, don't tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I'm all right. You know, I, it's a bit like, you know, it's a bit like back in the back in the Garden of Eden to a certain extent when 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 Eve was told, "Ah, oh, you, you can take that. You'll be grand. You'll be okay. Nothing will happen to me." And people said, Should, "You know, that's right. So do all this stuff. The church is telling me I shouldn't do it, but uh, but I'm all right. I'm grand. And I'm wrong with me. Yeah, yeah. And so living through willingly in life, and, and therefore, if somebody makes any attempt at all to say what you're doing is actually wrong, hey, don't you tell me you know what to do? And that's the problem. So unfortunately, the show does come up. And then they never get to hear that or see that little golden nugget that might be in there to give them some little bit of... And I think, you see, that that the church has been sowing the seeds right down and was in a very influential position in Ireland that has been sowing the seeds, but seeds don't produce fruit the following morning. Mm. And, uh, And maybe all of this now is a fruit of the Christian consciousness that the church had a big role in um, in establishing yes uh, among people you know mm-hmm. but like but uh, anyway to come back to where we started uh, that's one of the areas that's, that's where I see anyway. yeah. mm-hmm. see um, something very very good going on and a real uh, ray of light in what might be considered the darkness and um, I think it's worth uh, reflecting on mm-hmm. uh, and now uh, another area is um the the whole area of the environment yeah. Well, you know, yeah. again, it's like it's a bit like what I said about the special needs people. I think there was a court case. I can't remember the lady uh, who took a, a case about a special needs child, and anyone, and it prompted a lot of this work that's going on now. And um, uh, the same, like we have to wait until you know the the climate changes. Is becoming is that our door? So bad <laughs> before we see, but like, but there again, there's a lot of the common ground there, you know. The and I mean, in in the book of Genesis and the account of creation, it says God saw all that He had made and it was very good. Yeah, yeah. God saw all that He had made and it was very good, and that consciousness of the the, the goodness of God's creation, like you know. And um, now the church isn't isn't uh, piggybacking on this because uh, for at least three or four popes they've been screaming it, mm. you know. And mm. um, and scientists, of course, given their due, and geographers and yeah, people yeah, like that yeah, yeah. have been uh, you know been very very strong talking about we're destroying our environment. Like, but that's my bottom line: that God saw all that He had made, and it was very good. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a lovely piece of the Word of God. You know, that that's what God thinks of the creation. And that it, it has to be our bottom line uh, for uh, treating that creation with respect. You but know, as, uh, but uh, unfortunately, the way, the, way, the way we've sort of developed is, listen, you know, um, again, maybe, maybe through ignorance, maybe because I haven't been told about it, we're just sort of destroying the, the atmosphere. I mean, when, when, 
when people turn on the power, turn on the electricity or the light or the heat or whatever it is, mm. it's only now that we're beginning to realise, listen, that's affecting actually the environment because that's used needs fuel, etc. And where's mm. that fuel coming from and so on and so forth. So there was a little bit of, it, of ignorance, but then there's a little bit of resistance. Well, listen, I'm not going to do it if that guy over there doesn't do it. So we've mm. got that little bit of friction too. Ah, uh, yeah, but, but I, think, I think there is progress there, you know. And, you know, again, if you go back to our primary school system, like, it's it's 15 years now since I noticed going into the primary schools in the parishes that on every door there were notices about the boiling the kettle and the different things mm-hmm, and leaving mm-hmm. doors open and whatever. And the children are being educated in this. And I think that will produce results. That's coming back home. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, uh, and to give the Department of Education and, uh, you know, the primary school system... Uh, credit yeah. um, they've been into this and they, they've started with the children and make it part of the consciousness of the children and I'm not saying that it's all producing 100% success mm. so I like but it's been sown in the minds of the children and I would expect uh, results from that now on the 1st of September we have uh, the, the World Day of Prayer for the care of creation and um, the and that goes on until the 4th of October, which is the feast day of uh, St. Francis of Assisi, yeah. you know, who, mm-hmm. who is the patron saint of ecologists mm. and um, has been declared that in, in, in recent decades since this became a very mm-hmm. topical subject. Like, But again, uh, the, there, that's it, something established there by the church. And uh, the... the the media and the, the, the state are, uh, okay, some people think they're not moving fast enough, the state, but like, in fairness, there's a lot of work being put in now because scientists have warned them like that we're going to destroy mm. uh, the creation that God made and saw that it was good, you know. So, um, again, there's a, a huge amount of common ground there, but it is a real ray of light, uh, that whole consciousness of the environment. I don't remember hearing anything, John, about the environment when I was a young fellow yeah, or even in the first 10, yeah. 15 years of my priesthood. No. But uh, it, over the last 40 years or so, popes have been uh, screaming it. It's there in encyclical letters and popes, successive popes. And uh, that started to make me more conscious of it. And um, like uh, Trocra now have produced uh, a thing is on their website for this uh, World Day of Prayer, yeah, a World, yeah. a world mm-hmm. Month of Prayer for mm-hmm. the, the care of creation, the whole pile of practical little suggestions. Yes. And one yeah. of the things we hope to do in the bulletins over the coming weeks is to, um, uh, uh, this week we'll have a kind of an introductory thing about this special time mm-hmm. of care of creation. But then to maybe three or four little bullet points of the things they've been suggested that anybody can do in their own home at, at not an, a halfpenny extra cost. Indeed, uh, in fact, at a less cost. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, like it, the so simplest the benefit, little yeah. things. Mm. And uh, so I think all of those things there, you know, they're, they're, um, they're all great signs of hope as well. And then I suppose uh, the thing with the, um, the a more... Church-related sign of hope is is the whole area of the amount of preparation put into sacraments outside of the schools. You know, oh yeah, yeah a bit more in some places than mm-hmm. others, 
But over the last 20 or 30 years now, you know, you have a whole lot of programmes produced mm. for people, for preparation for sacraments involving parents as well, you know. Mm-hmm. The, and, I mean, there was none of that when, when I was a no. young fellow. The presumption was that you, you had it all and you had a good deal of it from yeah. your Catholic home, like, mm-hmm. you know, but... But now it's like we're in a new situation and, and I would see that as a ray of light and a real hopeful sign. And there'll be more and more and more of uh, those kind of programmes. Uh, it's really evangelization, like uh, evangelizing the parents especially. <laughs> and, and I mean, even, even I was thinking, even that particular, that particular last sort of point that you made, once people become aware of it, yeah. There's, you know, there's a good chance that 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 that, that the hope will be realised out there. But I suppose the challenge would be to a certain extent, um, not be negative about it, but just to just to let people know that that's available. That, that, that. That's it. And then you see, like if it is very easy look today at the, the drop in numbers in the church. And yeah. But like, mm-hmm. but like if you think of signs of hope, then when when I was uh, when I was a young priest and and younger, mm-hmm. uh, I never heard of any lay people sitting around discussing scripture. No, no, no. Not just Lexio mm-hmm. Divina, but various things, you know. And there's yeah. quite a bit of that now over the last number, mm. three or four decades. And, uh, you know, all of that to me is a sign of hope, like, you know. and um, Yeah, definitely. And you could look in, around at the situation of the church and say, like, it's a kind of a mess, you know. But God has a habit of being in the mess, you know. Yes, and yes. if if you think of the story of the the people in the exile, you know, forty years like, and they cursed him yeah. for bringing them out of the slave. At least they had enough to eat yeah. in the slavery of Egypt. There might have been slaves there, but they had enough to eat. Like, and all things went wrong. But did he prove to be with them when they thought he had left them? And they put made the golden calf, created their own god, and he proved he was with them through all the mess. And we're in a bit of a mess in a way at the moment. Mm. And uh, I. That's what keeps me going anyway. I believe God is guiding us through the mess. And I think just like, uh, as you mentioned there, about uh, the Israelites coming into the desert and so on and so forth, they didn't understand what the plan was. Hmm. God had a plan, though. Oh, he had. And, you know, the interesting thing is Moses played a big part, but he did not lead him into the promised land. No, that's right. And I think that that, that, what that teaches us is like that this was not, Purely Moses' work. He played a really important part. He was mm, an important mm. instrument mm. of God. Like, but he he did, he led him up to the gate, but he didn't lead him through it. No, and um, and it was God's work, mm. and Moses wasn't essential to it. And we're not. We're we're just instruments as well. Whatever little bit we do in the vineyard of the Lord, we just. But isn't isn't that there. sometimes we get a little bit afraid of that now? What's the expression like? Afraid to trust the spirit, like you know. Oh, yeah. oh no! Should it look, I've, I've, I learned this all over the years now, and it's been grand. Yeah. But just like the boys inside the desert, mm-hmm. like you know, mm-hmm. they were following whatever issue they had. But oh, yeah. God had a plan. And so I'm like the piece of music, one of the pieces of music yeah. I was talking to you about, whatever stage you play it, mm. is um, the God of the mountain is the God of the valley as well. God is in the valley. We might be in the valley at the moment. We're not up at the top of the mountain, maybe. Mm. Uh, uh, but the God of the mountain is the God of the valley as well. He's with us there as well, you know. And uh, I think that that's um, something we need to bear in mind. It might be... And- a good opportunity maybe to play that piece of music now so uh, as we finish this this second part of our podcast thanks a lot indeed for for joining us for that reflection just stay with us for the gospel reflection Father Frank please so we'll go out with that uh, second uh, piece of music God of the Mountain
Come back and join us again in part three. When you're up on the mountain And you've got peace of mind Like you've never known But things change When you're down in the valley Don't lose faith you're never alone For the God on the mountain Is still God in the valley When things go wrong He'll make them right And the God of the good times Is